and you're listening to the Talkline Network over WVIP 93.5 FM HD2, New Rochelle, New York. We are America's only Jewish radio program on regular broadcast radio on the Internet and digital platforms. Enjoy. Evening and welcome back to Masks Weekly Radio Show on Family Matters. Mask, mothers and fathers, alliance, saving kids, kids with all issues, mental health struggles. If you know somebody that needs a referral, for a therapist, an inpatient or outpatient program, a parent support group that we offer still by Zoom or in person in Brooklyn, please give us a call, 718-758-0400. I'll repeat the number. Maybe it's for yourself, a loved one a neighbor, or someone you usually would sit next to in shul. Our confidence is 718-758-0400. I'm really happy to continue the conversation with Geli Asafsky, who was on last week talking about kids and safety. Uh, Gelia Sofsky, she's a child and family therapist for over 20 years. She's a parenting specialist, uh, also an EMDR consultant and supervisor. And I'd like to welcome you on tonight again. Thank you for making the time. How are you, Gelly? Hi, how are you? I am so glad to be here. And absolutely, there's nothing more worthwhile than uh, taking the time to support Mass and all the work that you do. Thank you, Kelly. I know you got a lot of feedback from the last week's show, and so did we at Mass. What were the parents telling you? I think parents are really excited that somebody is addressing these issues, you know, and I think many times parents feel lost and they're not at the point where they're ready to seek therapy or get a consultation. Money, you know, money can be tight. There's Dr. Google and there's Instagram and social media. But when Mouse gets on an expert, whether it's me or someone else, um, parents know that they can trust that. And uh, a lot of the questions were things parents had thought about but weren't sure how to seek answers. So, um, yeah, that, that was we, the feedback. We got a lot of great feedback. 
and parents asked us to continue the conversation. So that is why we have Gelia Sofsky back with us tonight. So, Gelly, let's talk about what your opinion is on baby entertainment. And what I mean by that is iPhones and iPads. You know, you go straight to the point. So let's do it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We got a lot of questions that parents called in and asked. So we're just going to ask away. All right, great. So, you know, years ago, there was no such thing as baby entertainment. Maybe there was the TV but there or a movie, but we didn't have technology in our hands to use as babysitters like we do today. So what I want to say is that parents are babies' entertainers. So what we need to do and what we really need to think about is how a baby develops. We can give them the screen and they'll learn from the screen. They'll be entertained. But in terms of this social-emotional development, which is so critical, the best way to help a child be the best child and grow emotionally, socially, physically, developmentally, psychologically, is by using our own self, if we can, to have eye contact, to smile at our child, to talk to our child, to sing to our child, to give a hug to our child. Let's not give that away to our babies. I really, really, I'm very clear about that, that, you know, if you need a break, I totally understand that, been there too. We need to get the breaks while our kids are down for a nap and, uh, you know, while they're sleeping, when they go to sleep at night, and we should get support if we can from spouses, neighbors, family, or even a little round robin if we need that break. But please don't start the kids so young on technology. And the baby entertainment, uh, sadly, is here to stay. So you're going to need to be the one to make that decision. Absolutely. Good advice. Now, one mom wants to know who called, what about giving my child the phone to keep them quiet while I'm shopping? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I see that all the time. My favorite place to hang out when I need to relax is Home Goods. So I see mom shopping there, and in the cart is the kid. It could be a baby, a one year old, even a six year old. And the kid is on the iPhone or one of those mini tablets. Um, I want to just say that there's probably nothing I can tell you. In that in the moment when you want the kid off the back that will prevent you from giving your child that. But I want to really encourage you moms that it is a wonderful time to talk to your kid and explain to them what you're shopping for, uh, what uh, rug you're looking for, what color uh, towel you want to buy, what you're thinking about, what accessories you're getting to decorate a room what food you want to buy because you want to cook this for supper. This is the time when 
life takes place in the in the two minutes, the five minutes, the ten minutes that you have with your kids anyway. This is when you are actually raising your children. It doesn't have to be artificial time that you designate to play with them. It really is this time. So I want to really, really encourage you to take these opportunities to give your child the experiences they need to become healthy, happy children and resilient, happy, content adults. Thank you. And Gelly, I do want to say, now I know why I like you so much. I love Home Goods. No advertisement for them, just for us. <laughs> That's uh, that. Right. My brain. The mess somehow clears my brain. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, there are a lot of concerns about giving kids iPhones and iPads to play with or to have even. But what about when they're nudging and they're saying, everyone has one mom or dad? Yep. So I have consulted with parents who have said, look, um, you know, my eight-year-old and nine-year-old, 10-year-old says everyone has it, the cousin has it. They don't want their kids to feel less than and, you know, younger than that, I would say don't even, don't even hand it to them. Wait till they beg for it. Now, when they beg for it, I want you to know that you need to be aware of the danger of addiction to these uh, technology devices. And I'm saying that because there's so many of them. The Kindle, uh, the, the iPad, the mini iPad, the, the Game Boy, Netflix, uh, the phone, I, I, wherever you turn, right? So Absolutely. Isn't begging for it? Don't introduce it. A child will always pick their mother or their father first. If you are engaged in life, if you want to spend time with them, they'll want to spend time with you. Now, when it comes to as they get older and they're, you know, fetching and complaining and they want that, I would negotiate. I personally, what I did for my kids when they got to 10 and 12 and they said, well, look, Ma, if you're not going to buy us Game Boys, we'll buy them ourselves. We have money. Now, how's that for this generation, right? Perhaps, <laughs> and, and they do say that. Yes. So they bought the Game Boys and the Game Boys became my possession that they got to play with a half hour on the dot after dinner and homework was done. Now, you have to be very, very strong as a parent because the kids don't want to give it up. It's addictive. And they fought with me over it. But the Game Boys were in my possession. And they enjoyed it and they used it. I think on weekends, I may have let them be on it a little longer. It was a lot of negotiating. You have to hold firm. Don't get to the point where your child starts being angry or violent because they're so addicted to technology and it can happen very quickly that they spiral and they refuse to listen, make their beds, go to sleep on time. They're hiding under the blanket with whatever technology they have and you wouldn't know the difference. So you really need to walk into this discussion with your eyes wide open. 
Yeah, you know, it's so true about being under the blanket. We have so many parents on the parent groups. It's come up on the helpline. It's come up where they don't even know that their child has one. And mm-hmm. they're, you know, spend a lot of time in their room, the door closed, or just under their blanket, and they share about it later on. So, uh, you know, they'll say, I have one already a year and a half, and you didn't even know. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's something very serious to think about, and the conversation must be had as early as possible. So, Gelly, what do you tell your clients about the amount of time that's appropriate for a child to be on the computer or Game Boy or iPad or Kindle? I believe that a child that is under 13, right, Where because after 13, we have to sort of, you know, some kids do their homework and they have to research and whatever, you still have to have rules, but 13 and under, I, under, I would say a half hour. And I also tell parents that half hour, you need to look at it as now you need to take a half hour with your child to combat the effects of the kid being on technology. Literally, you have to make sure. I always say if I tell them they need to match it, then the parents will do half of it or a quarter of it. But you need to make sure that you're giving you to your child, not just allowing them to be raised by the devices, because inevitably the kid goes, the, all the time they're spending, they're nagging you to get on it, and then they're nagging afterwards, why did you take them off of it so far? They just needed to play a game. So we land up being in this combative situation with our children, instead of them experiencing us as sweet, wonderful mommies and daddies. And that's really what we want. We want our children to feel our love, not to only have it be about, you don't let me do this, and when can I get on this, right? We want to, like, actually engage with our children in a loving relationship. That's how we raise healthy, happy kids. So you bring up about uh, refusing to get off the computer or the Game Boy or whatever it may be. Uh, so how, how do you like the conversation to go before they get on? I think about, it's... About when time is up. Yeah, I think it's important when you bring technology into your house to really talk about the pros and the cons. And I think a really good conversation about with children about, like, we don't want to take away their fun. But we also know that technology comes with different problems, like it makes it hard to focus in class, or it makes it hard to listen to your parents because you so want to be on that game. So it makes it hard to want to do homework. It makes it hard to want to go to sleep on time. So this is the reason why we want them to have it. We know their friends have it. Right? We want them to feel like everybody else. We want them to have some of the entertainment, but we also want to raise healthy, happy kids. So therefore, in following the research and following the pediatrician's guidelines, whatever you need, whatever your child will respect, to really let them know that it's not because you want to argue with them. It's actually for them, for, for their mental well-being. 
and success in life. Yeah, people don't take serious enough that these uh, products are made to get you addicted. I mean, people are on it for hours and hours and hours. You know, Gelly, kids go outside, it's the spring, and they're outside, and I even see kids outside sitting on their devices instead of playing outside. What do you want to say to those parents? I think there needs to be rules about Game Boys and things like that. Some parents will just not care. And my sister actually who lives in Brooklyn had that many years ago when the Game Boys first came out. 30 kids on the block sat around and watched one kid whose mother had the money to buy the Game Boy. Now we're dating ourselves, right? So what the neighborhood did, and I'm proud to say my sister took the initiative, is they created popcorn hour, uh, brownie, baking hour, crafting hour, and they made a phone call to the mother, and they said, look, your kid can continue playing, but we don't want our kids to lose out on the summer. So we are, you know, you can make the choice, but as a neighborhood, we want our children to have bike races, things like that. And within two weeks, the problem was solved because that kid wanted to inter- have all the fun. Wow. Great ideas. Uh, what's your opinion about YouTube kids? Buyer beware. Yep. Don't wait till your kid's in my office or someone else's office with deep-seated trauma because they've seen inappropriate content that the YouTube algorithm um, didn't pick up on. Frightening what these kids are exposed to. And we as parents don't even know half the things that are going on. You know, because of our age, the younger kids, I mean, little kids could get on to whatever they want you know, games and um, different sites that are dangerous by error. Correct. Really by error. And I'd like you to touch on that, please. Yeah, I mean, that's to be said for Instagram, for YouTube. Those are most of the places, Snapchat, where uh, young kids could be hanging out. And there are predators sitting on Instagram and Snapchat that are showing up as children their age, and then they're telling kids to do inappropriate things, to self-injure. I have treated those children. Um, This is very scary. YouTube kids, your kids are not going to tell you anything. Some of it passes over their heads until the school calls and said your kid's not focusing, your kid's talking about inappropriate things, your kid's um, like, like totally tuned out, sleeping in class. So, again, educating your children, if you have the technology in your house, is critical because our role as parents is to teach our children the good of technology and also the downside of technology, okay? You, we have a wide audience here, so I want to speak to each and every one of you to have the discussion First, internally, with your spouse, uh, your, your rabbi, whoever you consult with, to really make a decision about 
how you are going to manage technology when your kids are young and as they get older. So, you know, you bring up Instagram. Um, people, are, kids are watching their parents on Instagram day and night. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of, you know, I mean, it, there are so many different ways of of going to Instagram. You want to go for recipes. You want to look up for style. You want to, I mean, there's so many different reasons one may go on. And kids are aware of it. When, when a parent gives their phone to a child to go on and look up something, that could be frightening because by the touch of a button, they could be seeing things that are not on Instagram that are sent then. So it's important that we let parents know it's not a simple matter. We must take very serious to educate ourselves on what is going on with the TikToks, the Instagram, the YouTube. Yeah. Yep. And, and, what about Netflix? People give their family members the phone or, you know, let them go on to Netflix. How does one parent know that the child is just watching the show that they put on unless they're in the room with them, unless they're in the kitchen and the computer is open to in a public spot? Otherwise, a child could say, oh, I don't like this movie, and then just go pick a different one. Right. So the quick answer to that is you should have a password on your phone, not face recognition software, because I have seen children in my office slam the phone in front of their parents' faces to get the phone to open when they didn't want to talk about therapy and they wanted a game. And the discussion in the therapy office was about fighting over using the parent's phone to play a game. So... The technology needs to be protected by you by a password. You need to sit down and use the opportunity when your kid is on a device to connect with them, not as a babysitter. So if your child's going to be on Netflix, you know, I think the question is, many people see this topic of technology as a religious issue instead of seeing it as like a public safety issue. And an issue that really can make it and break it for your child's development now and their ability to succeed in life as an adult. So I want to just take it all away. Just say, look at the research. Look at the data. Don't put your baby in front of the technology and have her learn cat from a computer algorithm and dancing thingies that say C-A-T, cat. Don't put Netflix on or in front of your kid if you don't want to risk them seeing pornography on Netflix. It needs to be said. Don't give them a Game Boy unless you are in control of what they are buying to put in the Game Boy. And your phone can be the best asset or a deadly weapon. That's it. So in case somebody came on a little bit late... Let's go back to your opinion about baby entertainment with iPhones and iPads once again. What is Please. your message, My message to is, the parents? Yeah, 
Use your own face, your smile, your eye contact, your voice, your singing, your physical hugging. Tell your kids stories as you're moving along the day. Do not use the entertainment to raise your child. This, this, there's big money here, big business here, trying to sell you something that's not necessary for your child's development and can actually harm your child in the long run. Let's talk about filtering the devices. Every computer, every tablet, every phone, every Game Boy now, Game Boys are shared devices. They have the ability to network. Every cell phone, even on a smartphone, you need to look at it. Inappropriate content can come through phones, flip phones. You need to actually filter the phone so that your children are protected. That's it. Set the filter to what you're comfortable with. But filter those phones, those tablets, those computers, those iPads, even the ones that your children don't have access to. In your office, there are too many children, teenagers, that are getting a hold of those iPads that are work iPads and looking up the worst stuff there when their parents go away. So buyer, beware. Keep safe. Keep strong and educate yourself. You know, Gelly, there's a wonderful organization called MUST, which is Mothers Unite to Stall Technology. It's a platform encouraging parents to delay the age that children are allowed ownership of smart devices. And uh, parents, you know, to unite, they, they have a united front. And this way, they remove that peer pressure. And uh, I want to give a shout out to them. Uh, it's a wonderful organization where they have ambassadors uh, from class. The parents all get together. And you can register a class. And uh, it's really, you know, been unbelievable. They do say, um, you know, it, we all know it affects sleeping habits, the technology, um, and so many accidentally end up on porn sites. Yep. They see so many disturbed, you know, images and video clips, uh, cyberbullying, uh, also on... Um, you know, with, with kids that we have to be very concerned about. So remember, technology could be wonderful for some, but exceptionally dangerous for many. So, and I'm not even bringing up now the adults that are addicted to pornography, um, from innocent being on the phone for work, and then getting onto the wrong sites. So, Gelly, what do you want to say to my listeners uh, before we wrap? I think moms and dads, parents are the gatekeepers of uh, the children. We are amazing human beings. We go through so much to give birth to our kids, to raise children, to give them everything that we possibly can to be happy and be successful as kids and in life. 
And I just want to ask everybody to take the time to really, really have the discussion um, with your kids, with your spouses, whatever you need to do and make a decision and let your kid know that this is an ongoing conversation. This is how we're going to fight the war on all this invasive technology that's just taking over our lives and our children's lives. Well, I'd like to thank you once again for coming on, making the time. It's wonderful always having time with you. Thank you. And I want to wish everybody a very good evening, a beautiful Shabbos. And always remember, hang in, hold on, and virtually for now, still hug tight. Tonight's show is in memory of Rivka Bas Yisroel. Please consider to go online to maskparents.org, make a donation so we can continue with our programs and the radio show. Thank you and have a good night. The Kelman Wellness Center is one of NYC's first locations to offer the brand new M-Scope Neo treatment. M-Scope Neo is a fast, painless, non-invasive, FDA-approved treatment that reduces up to 30% fat from your abs, buttocks, legs, and arms, and increases healthy muscle mass up to 25%. It's like spending hours at the gym in minutes. Get the tight abs you've always wanted. Book your treatment today and get a special introductory offer. Call the Kelman Wellness Center at 833-MD-HELP-ME. 833-MD-HELP-ME. And you're listening to the Talkline Network over WVIP 93.5 FM HD2, New Rochelle, New York. We are America's only Jewish radio program on regular broadcast radio on the Internet and digital platforms. Enjoy. Enjoy.